most of us are more troubled by the idea of forgetting things that we read rather than of the complexity of the topics. The more we try to cram in, the more stuff falls out. Does the brain have a finite storage space? How to hack the brain so that things that we read stick forever? How to concentrate in this era of never-ending notifications and information overload? In this episode, we'll continue our journey to decode the process of learning. So let's get right to it. Hello dear listeners, this is Aditya Singh, a final year medical student at All India Institute of Medical Sciences, Raipur. And thank you so much guys for showing such amazing support in the first three episodes. And you guys really did love it a lot and I am really proud of that. So thank you so much. And because you liked the Secrets of Learning podcast, therefore I am here with part two where we decode about the process of consolidation. So yeah, let's get to the first part that is consolidation. That is remembering what you are reading. So basically, while trying to remember, we try and think about this curve called as the forgetting curve made by Ebbinghaus. So basically it shows that when we learn something, over a period of time that percentage of the retained information keeps on decreasing exponentially. So when we start learning something, we read something, then after about a week it's half, then about two weeks it is one fourth and so on. Thus an exponential decrease in how much information we have retained over a period of time. So what we basically try to do is try and combat this forgetting curve. But how do we do that? So, at this point, something called as spaced repetition comes in. So what spaced repetition does is on this exponentially decreasing curve, it creates intersections where we are brought back to 100% of information retention. And this is achieved by reviewing our information. So basically, when you read something, According to the slope of the curve, your percentage of information keeps on decreasing. And then all of a sudden, you trick the curve by rereading the same information again or by reintroducing that information again. And all of a sudden, you are at 100% information retention again. And what is interesting is that after your first, second, and then third review of that information, the slope of the forgetting curve keeps on decreasing. Therefore, at one period of time, this information does not go down completely. You at least retain 90% of that information. And that is the beauty of the forgetting curve. So this spaced repetition, this time interval based reintroduction of information is something that hacks our memory and forces us to retain that information for a longer period of time. So how do we practice this spaced repetition in our daily method of learning? So what I used to do was create a retrospective revision timetable. So instead of making a target based forward timetable like some people do, for example, 
finishing a specific part of the syllabus by the end of the week or by the end of the month i used to just read whatever i wanted to read and then on a calendar usually i used to use notion which automa automatized uh, most of this process but if you are using a manual calendar it still works so what i used to do was when i read a topic i used to add the name of that topic at plus 3 days plus 7 days and then plus 14 days so in this way at a spaced interval of time i used to review that information by using active recall instead of just reading that part of textbook again i used to use active recall to get a second review get a third review of that same information again so that just incorporated spaced repetition into my timetable right there now another thing that i used to do was called interleaving now when we start reading a chapter from the first page to the last page it becomes a bit monotonous and then you're like when is this chapter going to end but what i used to do in a different way was i used to pick any topic from that chapter and read that topic then after i was done with that topic i used to flip a few pages get to another topic and in this way i was interleaving through the pages and read different topics so instead of doing this just for a particular chapter you could do it for different subjects as well like reading uh, some part of anatomy for a while and then going to biochemistry in this way the things are like a mixed bag and it still stays a bit more interesting for you like i don't believe that any one of us can stick to one task for longer than half an hour so yeah interleaving does help now rereading again as i said rereading is rubbish instead of rereading we should go about doing active recall so active recall as i told in my previous episode works by making questions of what you are reading and then trying to recall the answers to those questions now this is much more better than rereading and really brings up the connections in the neurons in a much more better way now what to do when you are actually reading it like some people also highlight their books in a specific way color coding different kinds of highlighting but according to me again highlighting and color coding is not that beneficial in a different way what you should do is highlight specific keywords from paragraphs so that when you are trying to find something in that particular page you know where different things are like that page is mapped out for you for whatever thing you are trying to look for and that is more beneficial than actually highlighting and color coding the entire thing also while you are reading the paragraph you can go on and make anki flashcards uh, based on this information that you have highlighted and anki helps you get it right into your head and that just works so let's talk about anki right now because i have been mentioning it for quite a long time now now anki is a flashcard software which just at its core integrates spaced repetition and active recall into it so basically you make flashcards and then you keep on reviewing them and then anki according to its amazing algorithm just decides when it has to give you the same flashcard and how good you have been in answering that flashcard 
and according to that it just spaces those flashcards in the time frame so yeah anki is just magical and i'll be making a specific episode about how to use anki and go about it and you guys should stay tuned for that so if you don't want to use anki you can also use google sheets as i talked about in my previous episode by making uh, like questions in one column and you may or may not write answers in the other column it is better to uh, look for those answers in your books where you have highlighted them instead of having them right in front of you because this brings up uh, again those connections of your previously memorized pages and that helps now let's talk about mind mapping so what mind mapping does is as i talked about scoping the subject so mind mapping is all about a bird's eye view of understanding your chapter or your topic so what you do is just after you have read the book keep it aside and open any mind mapping software or just a sheet of paper anything you like anything which you're comfortable with and just write the name of the topic in the center and start making branches from there going as far as you can making not every detail but just the headings of the topics perhaps and trying to cover almost everything that you can by your recent memory or your short term memory and then after you're done just open your book and try to compare what all you missed add that in and you'll have a wonderful mind map while integrating active recall so that would be really really beneficial and whenever you're trying to revise something instead of rereading everything you'll just have whatever you understood at that moment in your mind map and that would be much more beneficial than any piece of notes that you've ever made now many people try to retain the information that they have read by using mnemonics so mnemonics basically work for lists of information which are not at all correlated so you create a sentence and through that sentence you just uh, remember the entire list now what is essential in making mnemonics because i'm not good at mnemonics but uh, i use other people's mnemonics basically many of them are in first aid which are absolutely fantastic and very easy to remember is that they have very catchy statements mostly relating to your life and relating to the topic which it is made upon so yes you can definitely use mnemonics but you have to tread really carefully when you are working with mnemonics because many of the times people remember the mnemonic but do not remember what it stands for so yeah it's a double edged sword but what can we do so let's talk about something called as a mind palace so in a mind palace you think of a thing for example your body or a closet and then you try and place the different things in your list at different places in the closet for example let's get weird about it so if i'm trying to remember a list of things for example a pen a paper clip a keyboard and a handkerchief so what i'll do is i'll remember that pen in my pocket that keyboard in my hand that handkerchief hanging off my knee and that paper clip stuck in my hair so in this weird way i'll remember the list of things present all over my body 
and when i'll try to imagine it i'll just go from head to toe and then i'll find everything that i need in the list so this is what we know as a mind palace so here we are done with consolidation and basically consolidation is spaced repetition spaced repetition and spaced repetition and dear listeners i really did want to do concentration in this podcast itself but because the audio file is getting a bit too long to my liking so we'll have it in the third part of the secrets of learning which i know all of you will be sitting at the edge of your seat waiting for for the next 2 weeks hopefully don't go away seriously so yeah if you've learned something if you enjoyed listening to me please do share subscribe and do share it with your friends and keep listening to the beta waves medico do follow us at the rate the beta waves medico and you can email us at the beta waves medico at the rate gmail.com so thank you dear listeners and bye bye mm-hmm.